Hey, hey, hey! Yo, what's happening, fam? What's happening, folks? We're here on another episode of Shooting the Shit, and I'm telling you, this conversation has been a long time coming. If you can just hear the sultry sounds coming through these speakers, these Bose speakers right here. This is not an advertisement, by the way. They ain't paying me shit to say shit about their shit. But I'm telling you, I'm just uh, shouting it from uh, just high atop a mountain in the hills of Beverly because I'm proud of my brother, my brother, Joseph Nevels. We welcome you to shoot the shit, man. Absolutely. (laughs) How far do we go back, man? Man, Kentucky days, you know, what, eight, nine, nine years old. I was I was like seven years old, right? Because I moved here basically on Halloween in October of 1994. Oh wow! So damn long ago, man. Not even a mile away. Not even a mile away. Like so, you were living on Hunter's Green, right? Off of uh, Turkey Foot. (laughs) We had country ass streets, man. Uh, Turkey Foot, and then I lived on uh, Independence Station. Station off of Independence Station okay. and uh, off of uh, Constitution Drive. Wow, we lived in a patriotic ass land, is what we did. Mm-hmm. But uh, so we're here, but we're here, like, and not only are we here alive and shit, but we're in Los Angeles where it's hard to stay alive. Uh, you know, it's hard to be out here and be great. A lot of people are trying to do that and they have that mentality I'm trying to do shit I'm like no we're doing shit right we decided we get out of bed we do a flip out of bed we're not just uh, uh, on some defeated shit you know what I'm saying um, we hopped in our cars and we put four tires to the pavement and we burned all the way out here knowing that we had to see beyond our current circumstance and we just and we spent years laying down these tracks. Yeah. We spent years planting all of these seeds. Foundation. We spent a long time pouring. Slow and steady. The foundation. Right, the foundation. Foundation. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was a snippet. You know? Those tunes that you heard, that groove that you heard, was a snippet. You can't hear it all yet. You gotta wait. <laughs> yeah, you gotta wait. But you can find... A whole catalog of Joseph's music. Where? Apple Music, Spotify. Uh, you'll find it under just Joseph without the vowels. J- <laughs> yeah, JSPH. So, uh, yeah, actually, before I came out, I Breathe was the main single that I dropped. And then, uh, you know, somehow Pharrell, of all people, got a hold of it, put it on his playlist on Apple. And then from there, man, I just. Kept building, kept, kept doing what we do, you know what I mean? And uh, That's yeah. 50% of the Neptunes for those <laughs> of you who are uninitiated. 50% Pharrell Williams. Yeah. So. You know what I'm saying? Now, this uh, you've had more than one uh, single featured uh, and placed in films and television. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was... There was that one, and then... Uh, Breathe. Yeah, Come My Way was a Netflix Netflix series. Um, what was it? On My Block. So that was a pretty dope series, man, with some other artists on it that I actually, you know, 
look up to and like listen to without even you know before the playlist even came out so like her for instance another dope r&b artist uh brent fias uh division we were all part of this the same uh same playlist so yeah it mm. it, it cool definitely check out on my block all right so there are two on my blocks that yeah. you need to check out my my brother joseph's on my block and then scarface on my block oh, and no, watch no, no. the music yeah, video yeah. <laughs> Now the song was called "Come My Way." The song is called "Come My Way." <laughs> the series, the series is on my block. My bad, my bad. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So now I've got that straight and situated. Man, what you been up to? Man, it's what's working. been going on? Yeah, man. you know, man, it's trying to grow. You know, it's been writing daily, uh, working on a, a new EP. So, but the cool thing, just by being here and being here, like. You know how it is to drive here alone, spending a lot of time with yourself is like you have time to actually, you know, be with yourself and literally with their own thoughts. And uh, I think that that can be a good learning uh, opportunity, you know. Uh, so, yeah, you know, doing that. So I challenge myself to just get better uh, and grow, continue to grow artistically. And for mm. me, that looked like making sure uh, I continued writing as much as possible, you know, stay in the studio. Um, I wanted to get to the point where I know I can go into any room uh, with whoever and still be able to produce. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> and a part of that, a part of that came down to just growing as a person. And so realizing that whereas before a lot of my stuff was, you know, because naturally I guess we're both in a sense kind of introverted. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so It's but, funny that we two natural introverts are in a space where we're creating content to share with a world right. of people who are probably also not that. Yeah. <laughs> and so we were the two quietest people in the room, most right, rooms, right, right? Right. And so like talking but, our heads off right now. Yeah. <laughs> the interesting thing <laughs> from that, I think we were we were able to observe, listen a lot and grow and, you know, like I said, uh, the fact that we were that way, the you know, one, when we felt like we could trust somebody or we were close enough to them, then it was like, okay, cool. Like, this is the person I'm opening up to. You know what I mean? Uh, but I didn't really know how to do that outside of those types of scenarios before. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that came, it came off as like, oh, he's closed off or he's mysterious or X, Y, Z. You know what I mean? Except for, like, you wouldn't think that about me because you have a personal relationship. You know what I mean? Uh, you know but, what's interesting it, it's like uh, I always say that observation is one of my superpowers yeah. because I had what was perceived to be the opposite of a superpower but more of a uh, not a disability but mm -hmm. I had a severe speech impediment mm -hmm. as a youngster as a kid I used mm -hmm. to every day in school I used to get taken out of class in front of everybody um, by a speech pathologist mm. and uh I didn't speak much, 
but when I did, everyone listened in. Right. Right. So I kind of learned in the opposite, probably the best way. I learned how to listen first. Right, right. To carefully and completely formulate my opinions first and speak only when I needed to because right. I knew what the result was going to be. I was going to struggle. To and get you put the, value you know, on your words. You realize. Economy that, of word, right? right? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I really think that that's how you and I, uh, we're on the same wave so yeah, often, too. Definitely. We have the same kind of temperament, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Because we learn how to listen carefully first mm-hmm. and listen actively. Active listening to those who are uninitiated is very like important and vital. Yeah. That can help the conversation go yeah. on and on and on and Absolutely. really get to another kind of level. Yeah. It's when you, it's predicated on what was actually said. Said, not... What you want to say. Right, not you're waiting waiting for the opportunity to say, you know, you're not thinking about oh, what what was my response going to be, like, before, you know, without even listening to what they're saying, you know what I mean? You're already thinking about, oh, I'm going to say this, you know what I mean? It's like, no, that's not actually listening. Nobody so, here is here now, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, right, right. I mean, especially in uh, L.A., mm-hmm. of course, I have no other frame of reference because this is literally where I am, but yeah. you see all day people having dual soliloquies, right? Mm-hmm. Just two monologues apiece. They're staring at each other. But no one's there. Yeah. No one's there. And so both people are going, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. Drives me fucking nuts. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Are you speeding me up to help me get my fucking point out of the way so that you can make <laughs> yours? Yes. Right? And we're from a place where we take our time. Time. Yeah. And we will immediately chop you down mm-hmm. the moment you, hey, man, don't cut me off. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. We're slow talking folks, that sort of thing. Uh and uh, that's one of the things is like, hey, hey, look, man, don't cut me off, man. Right. Honor my ideas. Honor mm-hmm. what I have to say, and then I'll do the same thing. But here, they want to speed you the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Fast forward your shit. TiVo right through your shit so they can say what they were going to say. And what's weird, that's not a conversation. That's yeah. not discourse because they already have loaded in the chamber what they're going to say. They they had that shit. It's like they had that shit planned the moment they woke up. All right, when I see you already, I'm going to say this. No matter yeah. what. Yeah, when it's scripted like that, it's almost not, yeah, it's not like a real engagement at no. that point. You know what I mean? It's more so like, it takes away from the authenticity of it, in a sense. Uh, Just people I, talking at each other. Right. And yeah. so, I think a true conversation, it's not necessarily like, what can I get from this? Or like, what am I pulling from this? It's, you know, it's... To honor somebody's words, you're almost like serving them in a sense, as opposed to a constant consumeristic mindset of like, what do I get out of this? You know what I mean? Let me make this as quick as possible. Mm-hmm. And boom. You know what I mean? So What's yeah. ironic is that they get fucking nothing out of it. Yeah. yeah exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like you've developed zero rapport. You talked for 31 minutes. It was miserable for the uh-huh. both of you. Both of you leave confused and wondering why in the right, hell right. y'all both invested the time that you'll mm-hmm. never get back to say nothing to nobody in particular. Yeah. Right? You can't even remember what was said because yeah. nothing that you said was memorable. And I think that's the, the that's one of the most fortunate things about, you know, when you enter into... A interaction or a conversation in that with that mind frame, you know what I mean? Uh, whether it's all like I'm gonna network with this person to da 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 da, which is not 
anything wrong not to say there's anything wrong with networking but it's like building relationships right. to those who are uninitiated <laughs> right so one of the they're, a human, they're a human first though you know yeah I mean? so, like honor that you know mm-hmm. a person first now nah, you're a person last out there out yeah. here in this motherfucker boy <laughs> so boy, you are <laughs> you but yeah so that's what that's kind of translated to with me is just the fact that I've kind of grown in certain areas in terms of understanding kind of like what my emotions are. Like I could always put it into songs uh, better than I could actually. Like that's part of the reason why I would put it into songs because I didn't know how to, I didn't have a space to really express it in real life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, kind of the way we were raised is more so like, just be tough all the time. Like, that's weak to show. Yeah, we couldn't be I mean? super expressive, bro. Yeah, like, like boy, what are you doing with all, <laughs> all these ideas? And you, you go off to school. You told me to go to school, mom, dad. You told me to go to school. Now you throwing bass and Doritos yeah. in my head because yeah. I come back with ideas. Yeah, so, like, you know, generation, generationally, there was just, like, this... You know, you just had to have this certain type of, like, macho type of, like... This machismo, yeah. this stoicism. Yeah. No one more stoic than your dad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so... I don't think I've yet to see him make an expression. No, I have seen him make a facial expression. <laughs> Two times, a couple times. Those are great. I'll never yeah. forget those moments. Well, the time, yeah. His he, face the changed. The time he about beat the coach up when <laughs> he wanted you to slide in the mud. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Listen... Uh, who was that? Whittlesey? <laughs> One of those coaches. Man. It was Whittlesey's dad. It was, yeah, Coach Whittlesey, man. It was raining to those who were uninitiated, which is everyone because y'all weren't there. Uh, <laughs> it was in the Pee Wees, South Kenton, Nittany Lions, and uh, it was raining, and I had a fresh ass fit. I was, we had white uniforms. It was fresh as fuck. I hadn't been tackled or nothing. It was clean. As clean as uh, clean as a whistle, which is a dirty ass thing. I don't know where that idiom came from, but uh, I don't know why. But on some macho machismo goofball shit, our coaches were like, "Hey, it's time to go and dive in the mud." And then like the Coopers, who are the wrestling clan, you know, a, you know House Cooper from fucking Game of Thrones. Yeah, all right, you know. So they're all about diving in the fucking mud because. <laughs> And I'm like, I, I, I'm i not trying to, I'm not wanting to do all of that bullshit. And I just watched this shit. If I don't get tackled, it needs to be a good reason. That's why I get dirty. Not no reason. That's a fucking fact. And so they found the biggest puddle that there was. In fact, <laughs> this was a drained out lake or pond. So all of it's oh, like man, yeah. mushy whenever it sprinkles, right? Want us to dive in the mud. And uh, everyone did but me. My dad, you can hear him from the top of the hill. One, two, you better not dive in that damn mud. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not, dad. I'm not diving in the mud. I'm not going to do it, Paul. They're like, you better dive in the mud, says Coach Drake and all them goofballs. And then, and then I'm like, well, I'm going to back out of this tug of war of uh, <laughs> ideals because uh, I, I got to go home. I, I was told no. I'm damn sure not diving in the mud. I think I think the most high dad was like, don't do it. I'm like, I didn't want to. Good. I ain't. <laughs> and so my dad was on crutches at the time because he just had knee surgery. He was about to use those crutches on somebody <laughs> because one of the coaches tried to get fresh, man. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That was often. 
Man, so <laughs> the best situation. Uh, but yeah, but like that's just another example of that. Right, right. Goofball machismo just for the sake of it. Like, no, because right, right. then you're going to be sick and, and can't go to school and learn. And, and, and you're going to school. <laughs> I don't care if you got uh, a leg hanging off. I'm like, well. So yeah, man, with, with that, it kind of looked like, uh, you know, for me, eventually I realized like that that also fed into this like like you said before everything kind of was like a mystery with you know the brand and you know uh, everything that I put out before it was kind of like just keeping people at a distance oh the uh, the JSPH yeah yeah mm-hmm. which was um so folks uh, to the uninitiated uh, his name it appears as J S well literally J S P H Joseph yeah but it's Joseph mm-hmm. and uh, it harkens to a time creatively mm-hmm. yeah when you were uh, you still in a chrysalis right you know like mm-hmm. a, a fucking caterpillar like it being mm-hmm. a chrysalis a cocoon mm-hmm. and it's in there developing it's building right yeah yeah and so yeah a lot of that man. Just learning, like I said, about myself, uh, how to actually open, be more open, and be like vulnerable in what I'm writing, and truly like honing in on, man, I'm really like I want to feel, make sure I truly feel every word mm-hmm. that I write. You know what I mean? Because I think that that will come across. People will feel that. You know what I mean? Uh, when they're listening. Uh, like this came from a, a spot of uh, truth and vulnerability and so uh, yeah that's kind of the difference in uh, just some of the growth since I've even been here really so uh, yeah so you know working on a, <laughs> yeah. been working on an EP and I got maybe uh Probably like eight tracks done, so I'll probably narrow it down to like five. I was about to say, I'm like eight. That's like a e- yeah. elongated play. So, <laughs> so I'll narrow that down to five, and then uh, yeah, drop it this spring. So I mean, this fall. So you know what's uh, you know what's interesting. I've I've always wondered this, and I've always had this notion. I was like, man, R&B singers have an interesting existence creatively because based on their genre based on the kind of music that they make Mm -hmm. and what it means Mm -hmm. and what it means to those that they need to connect to the music to make them successful Mm -hmm. in a way right is that it seems like it would behoove that artist to subject themselves to untold perils and batches of bullshit stupid ass life experiences that could Mm -hmm. be useful right in order to generate content. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like, mm. I always thought about that. I was like, damn, this singer-songwriter, if you're going to be authentic and write about what you know, can you substitute? Mm. By substitute, I mean, you know, like me as an actor, we use substitution to get ourselves to emotional places. Yeah. Um, we've been before, but don't have to revisit. Like, we don't have to go back, sort sure, of say. sure. 
but just I don't have to do that again. But how does it work for you? Like, what is your process like? Yeah. Like, do you have to keep having shitty relationships <laughs> for the for as long as you live, for as long as you want to have a career? It's like, damn, I got to do it again. Uh, <laughs> so there's multiple. Because I know it shapes. She said that shit. She's like, you know, I basically get into shitty relationships after shitty relationship because, I mean, I'm an artist. I said, that sounds awful. Yeah. And if that's what that means. <laughs> right. Look that nah, shit. No, man. I think it's good to be able to, for one, be able to have empathy and really be able to put yourself in other people's shoes. So, like. Yeah, it's called creativity, right? right? <laughs> Bitch, create. Create yeah. that shit. So sometimes I think, yourself. like, man, like. Either I have been in the situation or, like, if I were in this situation, what would this feel like? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So there's that part. And then also... That part? Yeah. (laughs) So also, like, just, you know, sometimes, whereas before I I would put things in a way that they could apply, like, one person might take it as, oh, like, this applies to my whatever relationship uh this makes me another person same song uh this makes me think about my journey Uh, you know what i mean this made me think about xyz you know what i mean so just planting these seeds man i don't necessarily do it with like uh an intent to like uh you know i want to make a hit that like touches x y and z it's like and that's some hyper specific like this song's about the ace i'm valdez oil spill i'm like well <laughs> that might not stand the test of times though I, I i don't know how many motherfuckers are going to relate to this that's and for how funny. long yeah <laughs> but like the interesting thing man what i've noticed is honestly man like there's there's certain things that are un, kind of like untold like that people can feel in these things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They might not know, like, they might not know what it's like to drive from Kentucky to LA. You know what I mean? But you're a fucking grown up. You should assume it's gonna be fun, challenging, yeah. <laughs> take yeah. a long fucking time. <laughs> but when they hear certain things, they can pull something from that. Like, oh, dang, this person was like reflecting during this time. Like, oh, I, I flew to Afghanistan and like, I was alone and this, uh, camp when I was in the service and this relates me back to that you know what I mean so like people can draw their own correlations uh, and that just comes down to like kind of like there has to be some part of like honesty to it like Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of just like resonating with people you know what I mean Uh, Bruce Lee said some similar shit about you know using what's uh Useful, discarding what isn't. Yeah, absorb what's useful. Yeah, uh, and then make uh, it creatively your own. Create what is essentially your yeah. own, or some shit like that. <laughs> 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 Philosophical moments. So yeah, so yeah, like that's yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much how I handle that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I have been in some weird. I mean, we've all been in weird unfortunate relationships I guess but I don't know there's always some kind of, of lesson isn't it all useful unfortunately yeah, yeah exactly it's like fuck it. oh man that was useful that was so unfortunate during the time yeah. but damn it look at where I am look at what I know Absolutely. look at how I know how to avoid that dumb shit mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like it's useful somehow some way like mm-hmm. none of this is happening 
for no reason at all. Right, right. Except for resistance itself, if people believe in the Big Bang Theory. It's like, yeah. no, it just came from nothing. Oh, for real? Okay. <laughs> Says science that believes in absolutes and concrete evidence. <laughs> but it all goes back to the fact that nothing happened ever until it did. Mm. <laughs> oh, okay. It makes sense. <laughs> Comedy, man. Comedy, man. Like this place, like Los Angeles. <laughs> it's a fucking comic strip. It's a comic strip. It's a carnival. It's an open-air insane asylum, isn't it? What's, what's the first thing that you... Like, the first difference that you noticed? Or the biggest difference that you noticed? Oh, you know, that they'll stab you at a bus stop. Oh, dang. Uh, for no reason here. And uh, they don't do that so much where I'm from. <laughs> <laughs> you know, true story, ladies and gentlemen. Those who are uninitiated definitely had that happen. When I tell people it happened three times, they're like, damn, th three separate servings no it wasn't three servings of stabbings it was just one serving and then in that was three mm. uh jibber jabs yeah but no Dang, that's wild. <laughs> but <clears throat> that was on the 26th uh the 26th day of being here and if that's what la has to offer i'm all for it not wow. not against that but it's like i ain't scared of shit now yeah but that that was I, interesting <laughs> like that it happened when it did. You yeah, know I, mean? I, I, bar I, I barely put my suitcase down, and it was like, jip, 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 jip. and I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Well, my worst nightmare has come and gone. Yeah. So, let's get to it. Let's get to work. Yeah. No. So, <laughs> so, yeah, man. That says a lot about your resilience. Uh, man. Uh, and I might be nuts. Some people might say, I'm like, no, that isn't resiliency. That's uh, the there's a psychosis. There's an incredible delusion uh, mm -hmm. associated with that. Uh, there's something in DSM four, the psychological handbook. I can't recall what it's called, but he got it. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't go home? No, I didn't go home. No, I didn't go home because man, you can encounter some like some kind of adversity like that in your life. Yeah. And what do you do? do right. Right. There's always going to be a fork. Which way do you turn? And you know that it's cool because some of that goes back to just like our childhood and whatnot. You yeah. Know what I mean? Think about how many times we got smacked in the mouth on the football field. You know what I mean? Or made it, all, made it all the way to the Super Bowl, and then Joey Barr jumps off sides. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bowie Jar. <laughs> Man, listen. You know, a, <laughs> against the Monstars from oh, Space man. Jam. Right. Big, giant, GMO, genetically modified. Man, did, he, did he do that in Louisville, too? Man, yeah. <laughs> oh He's God. always the he one. Did, he did that. I'm like, did Bowie that. Jar, we worked uh, way too hard for you. He did that against the Erlanger Lions, man. Like, oh, my gosh. Dude. I don't know if you were on that team. I think you must have been, though. It was my second year midget, so you were first year midget, right? Okay. To those who are uninitiated, <laughs> midget oh was, don't worry about it, fuck it, we, we're going. Alright, so, to those who are uninitiated, midgets were a thing of the past. Alright, also, midgets were a classification for what year of Pee Wee football player, which is also a little person, I think, like Pee Wee Herman, but uh, you were, so you had the starters, then you had the midgets, then you had the juniors. juniors. And then you had the seniors. seniors. Why didn't they just call us freshmen or something? <laughs> nah, they had to go with midgets because I'm from Kentucky. And they don't fucking care. The way that people in California fucking care. And, you know, basically just California fucking cares. 
and other various places like that. And we didn't have, you know, social networks and stuff back then. You just got called a midget and you, you just had to deal with it. I mean, you knew you weren't one. So it was like, all right, whatevs. You know, you didn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's that. That's what midgets means in this context. And you can take it how you want, really. Uh, our intent is pure. Yeah. So there's that. <laughs> so yeah, man, we were, what was it? Playing the Erlanger Lions, yeah. Oh, uh, because, uh, man. We went to, they had, like, Bam Bam. Bam Bam. Guy. That's right. They had this dude, this badass, big-ass, 349-pound <laughs> running back named Bam Bam. And yeah. he was our speed, and we were tiny yeah. people. Right, right. He was fast as fuck and strong as hell, and it was not fair. Right. But we didn't have weight limits. So we, well, yeah, we did. We well, had we did. A How limit. the fuck did he get to be a running know, back right? then? They cheated. <laughs> Not on the running backs, it was just overall on every like everybody weight limit. Oh, so yeah. he just wasn't morbidly obese. He just was under three hundred forty-five pounds, so yeah. he got to play any position he wanted. But yeah, the same kid jumped off sides uh, and cost <laughs> us a game at the end. Man, and then I guess he did it. You're off here too. <laughs> We had RJ Tank. But it was so Tank. serious, though, man. Like, people were so... <laughs> people took this so serious back then. His mom was, like, crying after the game and, like, bawling. Like, what? you know what I mean? You Like, you got to think about the kind of place, like, a small town like that. Yeah. You know, where, you know... And we respect small towns and places like this because this is America. This is America. And... Had it not been that, we wouldn't be this, right? Yeah, that's a good point. Thanks to our environment and what we had to do and Mm -hmm. deal with, like that forged us in being Mm -hmm. the stable people we are today in a very unstable place, Los Angeles. And, uh, right, so I appreciate all of it, right? Because nothing happens for no reason at all. Nothing occurs in the vacuum. It was all all piece of of story. Yeah, and so it's like now something that could break somebody all the way down it's like okay like i've seen this i've seen this movie before yeah hell yeah Yeah. you know what i'm saying like you're growing up in rural areas where people were cool but it's like Mm -hmm. for the most part you know but like we're the only minorities pretty much anywhere (laughs) (laughs) i see you and you see me those are the minorities you saw that day yeah yeah. (laughs) like oh what's up black man what's up black man maybe like five out of 1,200 people in our high school, maybe, you know what I mean? What so. are high school bigger than that? Oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. actually it was. Yeah, it was yeah. like close to two. Oh, yeah. Because they reclassified it as a 6 eight school. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, it was like 1,800 to 2,000, and then there's like six of us, wow. which was a lot, relatively speaking. Like, in, in like middle school, it would be like a couple of you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I never forget. <laughs> in elementary school, that was a... Uh, Every February, I had this teacher, and she would, and she was, she meant well. Oh, they so, do. <laughs> bless so bless she, their hearts. She's bless like, her heart. <laughs> she was, she'd be like, uh, okay, it's February, so we're going to sing uh, Negro Spirituals. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, no. Every February, they would mm. set out the things. Showing glory, man, bro. And we're gonna so watch we glory. This, I'm like, okay. <laughs> it was in the songbook too. We had to sing a song. Oh no, we didn't have to do that. Called baby, old baby. black, oh, old black Joe. Oh no, <laughs> it felt like a Chappelle skit, man. This shit was a Chappelle skit. And Where do you think he got that shit? He grew up in Ohio. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Shit. So he, we had to sing the song, man. All the kids would be looking at me like, 
you know, it was about a slave named Joe, and it was so slow to like press press play and be like, old black Joe, and it just felt like it went on for like two hours. And and like they had no have no sense of irony at all. I'm like, you can't nothing in your body's like, man, this is fucked up. <laughs> right. Would you and be my comfortable? Mom, my mom was like, oh, oh. white Sue. Like, would you don't <laughs> nothing, just nothing. You don't look at the only black Joe in the class, and his name is Joe. Joe and like that doesn't occur. It doesn't occur to you that he might not want to be in his body right now. <laughs> okay. But check this out. This developed our sense of humor. Yeah. This de- it was all going to happen, and it mm-hmm. had to happen to us, and we had to be the ones with the wherewithal and the sense of humor and the ability, the mental capacity yeah. to turn this into what it is. Yeah. Fucking and, gold. And and the cool thing, man, like thinking back to some of the, literally the, some of the conversations that we had while we were there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just about like things that ended up coming to pass, you mm-hmm. know, just on a deeper level. Like, you know, man, I remember we were talking one time outside of uh, FBs, I think. And, uh, th- uh, it was me, you, and Jordan. Yeah. I think it's like, oh, I don't know what I want to do. And I used to have like talks like this all the time, like whether be it sushi place, wherever, you know. And just about like man FBs to those who are uninitiated this is not Facebooks uh, this is a this was a club or a bar slash yeah kind of like a it was a club bar it was a clar and yeah. this was in uh, downtown Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati Ohio so yeah that's the interesting thing you had a city there still yeah across from where we grew up now like the further south you went into Kentucky it's more what you would think Kentucky probably is like yeah peacocks <laughs> Burbanks yeah I never uh, I can't say I, I wasn't brave enough to step foot on the no, peacock no man you might go on the peacocks <laughs> with truckers on their day off and shit so, I ain't doing all that bullshit but right across right across the bridge maybe 10 minutes was the actual <laughs> city so we kind of had we were still exposed to things. Yeah, shit. you know what I mean. So some kind of cosmopolitan this. <laughs> so yeah, so it was just like it's not a word having. And then we both went away. You know, I went to school in Miami. You went to uh, multiple different places. You, I remember. Yeah, yeah, man, I was an educational whore. <laughs> so I started. So I did my my undergrad at the University of Louisville. I think that was your FIU days. Yeah, UK Miami. first, and then UK, FIU. then FIU, University of Kentucky, Florida International, and then Florida International, and then I ended up in Syracuse where I got my master's okay. there. So then I was in in New York for those who are uninitiated. Who fucking doesn't know that? <laughs> Get so, your shit together. <laughs> so then that's I went back to law school probably around that time, but we still chase. Yeah, but through it all, we still had this like connection and understood that this man has an entertainment law degree by the way he's a fucking lawyer on top of that yeah talented so like no but that's always been the cool thing man is like we didn't miss a beat though we just hit play again right and like having this connection of like 
those people are supposed to be in your life, right? Oh, yeah, period. absolutely. And so, like, my circle's like, small as fuck, and you're in that, and it's almost yeah. a period, but fuck like, it, that's all you need. Yeah, and so, like, you know, it's, yeah, it's evident, man, because I mean, it's a, even the, it's the content of, like, what we talked about was, like, bro, like, you know, we're meant to, we're meant to, like, do more and do something outside of what we see right now you know what I mean I remember Mm -hmm. you were talking about at some point it's like maxing out a credit card it's like you've maxed out the potential of what's here to do you know what I mean yep not to say that like shit I can't level up anymore here yeah yeah not to say that you're above anybody or better I can't level up you yeah right like like we it's like there's (laughs) there's a ceiling that you get to and it's like if you can feel it you're not supposed to be where you are you know what I'm saying and so in terms of growth it's like if you can feel this is my foundation this is still my root but like okay it's time to expand at this point you know what I mean and so the weird Mm -hmm. thing like Pharrell you know I had this stuff playing on the Apple before like the local station did and so I'm like sometimes they'll wait until something's validated by something outside of the town before they start to say like oh this is quality the, the music didn't change the quality didn't change you know what mm-hmm. I mean the fact that you had acting skills those only continue to get better and grow that that was always there that didn't change but then they see you you know on TV and then it's like oh he matters now yeah yeah bitch yeah. I've been mattering mama, <laughs> mama always told me I was special <laughs> So, but yeah, man, even just in terms of just like, doesn't have a certain mentality, you know, and it doesn't matter like what room you put us in, you know what I mean? At that point, it's like this, you know what I mean? This is what we've talked about all along. So it's like all these years. Yeah. You know what I mean? We would literally meet specifically to basically lay out the chessboard. We would mm-hmm. go into our war room is what I call our mind yeah. state. We stay in the war room. So whenever we are together, it's to discuss our development. Yeah, it's not just the whole in our game. It's not just idle time. Like, yeah, like, and we shoot the shit. Like, we're shooting we the shit shooting now. The, yeah, but it's still... It's all with purpose. Yeah, absolutely. And that's you know, the cool thing, man, because it's like... We've always yeah, been that for each other. Like they say, iron sharpens iron. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's, it's not just, you know, we're not just sitting here not making each other sharper better <laughs> yeah like so. no one else is going to do it and then it's one thing to have your own echo chamber you yeah. know like all right but i can't validate myself so much but and people that you know care about you and we're not going to like lie to each other and just or just trying to make each other feel good or something it's like i know certain people i can turn to to get truth you know what i mean and to get like a solid opinion or like oh yeah I've been through that like this is you know what I mean this is what's going on like you know so Mm -hmm. especially here that can be difficult because it seems like oh they want to make you happy well yeah and a lot to get what they need right there's usually from my experience so far there's not that everyone's bad I'm not saying that but there's a lot of times some type of uh yeah some type of motivation behind most interactions Mm mm-hmm you know what I'm saying? Like, how can you get a real response when they're going to say something they think that you want to hear so that you can in turn give them something that they might need somewhere down the line? Yeah. Bitch, tell me the truth. Yeah. And we so, don't do that. We don't deal in truths. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here. So, like, that's one good thing, man, about 
like you know people have asked me like oh like have you made like a lot of friends there i'm like no, I'm good on that. <laughs> I have my Voltron already. Yeah. I have the arms. I have yeah. the leg, the other leg. That's dope. I have the energy sore. Indeed. I have the body, the right. head. It's like that doesn't cool. that doesn't just happen like meeting somebody. Like you got to go through my gauntlet, bro. Yeah, man. That of my happen. team, right. To even get thoroughly vetted enough to even qualify to possibly become a part of, you know, that's yeah. how important people are to me. Yeah, exactly. You know? And it doesn't just happen overnight like yeah two weeks like oh we're friends like you know what i mean it's Man, like that's so quick to call somebody a fucking friend and they'd be like i fucking hate that bitch i yeah. can't believe this yeah, was like years okay. this was years and years of like you know building with each other you know what i'm saying and mm-hmm. just building you know trust and all the essential parts of actually truly being what it means to be a friend you know what i mean like i know I remember that time. I, gosh, this was like one of the worst experiences ever. Do you remember? Uh, I was just visiting out here, and I think I was like, I was staying in Koreatown or something. Oh. Man, like so many weird things happened, like in the span of a couple of days. Was that in a rental car? Yeah, I had this you rental were stranded car. I had this at the rental, rental place from this random from this place. Oh man, that I shouldn't have rented a car. It wasn't from. even Alamo, yo. It was like. <laughs> It was like rent, rent a wreck, yeah. rent a wreck. Some, yeah, no one's paying us for none of this shit. By the way, these aren't advertisements. We yeah. just talking shit. We shooting shit. So I should have trusted the reviews. <laughs> now I, I, I then like, we have Yelp at that point, bro. Like I, man, I, I, I check everything say. now, man. Like Yelp, everything. Oh yeah. But like Twice. at the time, I'm like oh okay, it's pretty cheap. He hit me up like for, I can get a car for what was it like? It was eleven dollars a day. Yeah, He's it was like, like two weeks for like. I don't even know what I paid for it. But he, was, anyway. he was like, Travoni, yeah. I've been at, the, could, could you pick me up? Man. Where I, you at, rental place? How long you been there? 17 hours. <laughs> I can't breathe. Yeah. I'm like in the trunk of a car now. So <laughs> I get back. They I don't t- remember what happened. Your keys exactly. got stuck. Oh, uh, yeah. So here's what happened. So I took the car back and mm-hmm. I was going, first off, there's a line like with probably 60 people mass people are just there like nobody had their cars like they gave them cars that nobody that they didn't actually have and so i was returning mine <laughs> i was taking mine back to extend it yes. and so i like walk inside or something or like okay well we just need to like we need to check it in first and then uh do something i don't even know what they were trying to tell me they were going to do and then we'll, and then we'll extend it for you so i'm like all right cool so I get out of the car and they're like, can you just take it, get your stuff? And then I go back and the car's gone. And my keys were in there to the place where I'm staying. These fucking guys. Oh, man. So my keys are gone for hours. I'm trying to, like, get the car back. And we're trying to find out, like, who they rented it to. So then the person that they rented it to didn't know English. So then they couldn't, like, communicate with them on how to get the keys. So. Well, y'all can't use Bing Translate <laughs> Yeah, we got all this technology. Man, y'all stuck now? I was, it was terrible, man. So I was locked out. No keys, no car. <laughs> We're trying to hunt them down, contact the family and shit. Man. Oh, man. We but looked yeah, fantastic. I knew that I, could, I knew I could call you, man. And, like, yeah, it's just, like, one small example of, like... You need that, right? Yeah, just being a break solid. person. Yeah, <laughs> a break uh, glass in case of emergency person. People, squad, just yeah. a small 
team of dedicated. Mm-hmm. And then the person who owned the spot was in. I want to say he was like shooting a film in like Vietnam or something. Oh so. shit, uh, <laughs> man! Where was, he was he was in like it, it wasn't Japan. It was like Thailand or something. Yeah, somewhere that's right. Like Southeast Asia. He was like a DP or something. Yeah, that's right. And he's never there. Right. Like, oh so. yeah, man! You can do what you want. I'm never here. I mean, I'll be back in a few months and uh, or weeks, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, like five so, weeks. Yeah, I had to get a like a locksmith to come. And, I remember that. X Y Z. So. so we had to look up locksmith reputable locksmith companies. Although, I mean, they all unlock shit. So we're like, yeah, yeah, this one A one locks. <laughs> it probably was A one lock guy. Yeah. But uh, this shit was hilarious, and it is no shortage of goofy tales, mm-hmm. L A tales. Yeah. Here, man, I'm telling you, it's yeah. vital. Like it's just so important. To have at least one human being. And that's what I tell people, man. It's like, yeah, you could go out and meet, add, like. They do that all day here. Like, why do you want to just, well, like, I don't know. Like, I feel comfortable enough. Uh, like, I don't feel like I'm just alone. You know what I mean? I feel comfortable enough with the core people that I know I can, like, hit up or whatever. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's like. Why are you trying to continue to, like, acquire these, like, empty relationships to... They have a Facebook friends mentality. Like, no, I have 11 million followers. Right. But do you know any of them? Have you been able to convert them into anything useful? Shut the fuck up, dog. Yeah. Uh, To those who are uninitiated, that was a dog. That's what dogs sound like. (laughs) So, yeah, I think just building and having, like, real... Like real relationships. Because what can stop you, right? If yeah. your team is formidable. And it's like, at that point, it's almost like family. It's like, I consider my true friends like family. My you know friends, I mean? so in that sense, I don't have friends. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Because my friends might as well be family. Yeah. And it's like, They're these family. are people that you know when you accomplish something or, or vice versa. Like, you truly are genuinely feel joy for them. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. not like, oh. Why don't I have that? Or you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know you the know uh, I mean? but, comparison. I heard the shit. That was fantastic. Comparison is the thief mm-hmm. of joy. Yeah, you heard that heard, before? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. And so, you know, just yeah, that's that's definitely like a thing that I'm that I'm grateful for, uh, especially being in a place where it's not necessarily doesn't not, might I don't know maybe I'm wrong, but it doesn't seem like that's necessarily the norm. Uh, so. Oh, it's not. Trust yeah. me, because I see motherfuckers <laughs> left and right always com- complaining about the people in their life. Mm-hmm. I don't have a thing to complain about when it comes to the people in my life yeah, because, because I'm so you, vigilant about the people that I even allow yeah, exactly. into and my can, life. And you can choose that. It's not like yeah. It's not like you're forced to Her? Have Fuck no. Him? He looks whack from here. No, not quite. <laughs> your shoes are whack. Uh, your pants are whack. <laughs> your shirt, whack. <laughs> yes. Uh, bro, you gotta send me that fucking video clip again. His shoes, whack. His his hair, whack. His personality, whack. His shoes, whack. His necklace, whack. What was the last part though? I don't remember, man. Oh, oh, me? Yeah. I'm the shit. Yeah, he was yelling at his ex girlfriend or something he from was the window. So, the bravado, 
<laughs> the fucking confidence, man. Oh, man. That shit was incredible to me. I was like, oh, my gosh, man. He really means this. He means it. And in fact, yo, it was an honorable stalkery thing. I mean, by today's standards. But look, back in the day, if that was John Cusack standing out fucking side the fucking window with a boombox or something like Ferris Bueller or somebody, it would have been romantic, would have been adorable. But no, since it happened uh, today... Yeah. Uh, no, it seems kind of stalkery. It's creepy. It's creepy. No, I'm like, yeah, no, bro. Word. He's professing his love <laughs> for this woman, and he is discussing how whack this unqualified <laughs> ass dude is. Come on, <laughs> come on. Such a double standard. Like women, are like I want a man like that. Also, I don't want a man like that. Mm. <laughs> At the same right, time, right? Give him a fucking break. Right? It's fucking confusing. <laughs> he literally wanted her so bad. That he was standing outside the window, not close. He was in the street. He was in the street. Mm. This dude. Just talking about how white the other guy was. Mm-hmm. Yes. Stag beetles do it. Komodo dragons do it. <laughs> Water buffalo do it. Elephant seals, always bloody. They be beating the shit out of each other. For command of the harem. They have harems, multiple, but that's what they do. That's how they do it. It happens everywhere. Elk, mm. they beat the fuck out of it. Out, you know, out of each other. He was just standing outside going, his shoes, whack. His teeth, whack. His smile, whack. His hands, whack. His handshake, whack. Me, I'm dope as fuck. That's what it was. Yeah, he said, was me, it. I'm dope as fuck. <laughs> it was earnest. That's the word. Yeah. Earnest. He truly meant that shit. That was it. Like, no, I'm not about to harm me nothing. I'm just letting you fucking know. I'm putting you on notice. I'm putting him on notice. He's whack. I'm not. End of story. I think people should have been more straightforward. <laughs> Look, like there's no confusion there. It's yeah, like, it's hey, very straight. I know how it's you very, feel, it's sir. Very straightforward. That's not like yeah. trying to play some like a game to get to some. No, nope. like we talked about earlier to get to some type of information. Like you know, somebody asking you like whatever. What I don't know what the the, the parallel would be with you. Maybe like so. Like what? Uh, like, what are some of the shows you've been in? You know what I mean? Oh, like, my gosh. And so it's like you can, um, see, you can see somebody side trying to size, size you up. up what they're saying. What you've played in. You know what I mean? I have this thing what where... What was I, it called? Social currency. It's social currency. So what I... I have this fucking ability, man. It's a gift and, and, and it's a curse. But I just see things as they truly are. are. Yeah, they absolutely. Are. So I instantly translate what they're really saying. Uh-huh. It just happens immediately. Right, I don't have to take time to figure out what the fuck they're doing, uh-huh. and so when they ask me some shit like that, it's instantly. So how are you important to me? Right, is what it is. So how so how how are you validated? How 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 is it that you matter? Why should I invest my time in you at all? How can their social currency increase? How by, could my currency right? By, how by could, interacting with you? Yes, by interacting with you, how can I increase my social bucks? Mm. How can I increase my amount of worth by aligning myself with those I find worthy or and that's, worthwhile? That's such, a, that's such a shallow Man. mindset, and it's and it's so the fact that you're basing it off of these things is so empty. You know what I mean? When like, if that was never mind that you're going somewhere, and, you're and in not room. only that, not never mind that 
it's a person with like great values and things oh, yeah. that will last forever. You know what I mean? Like, oh. why, why not ask something like, uh, what's most important to you? And like, when's the last time you spoke with your, like, how's your family? Like, well, you know what I mean? Like, whatever, anything that, that you can maybe try to gauge, like, what type of person, what kind I, of person? are you? Not like, you know what I mean? Where are you on this? Right now. Yeah, where are you on this? on this uh social currency the social strata uh, yeah because stratosphere because those kinds of uh if they took the time right if someone took the time to glean those kinds of intangibles from you they would know that you had the intangibles yeah of deni- of undeniability it's like Absolutely. all right based on what this person is actually truly made of yeah they're unstoppable so there's and, no and doubt so that they're going to get to where they're going yeah so let's think about like i don't know somebody who has done terrible things for instance or directors and singers who have done all these things now you could ask they could ask them these same questions right and by bypass all the other shit that they've done like whatever uh rape girls or xyz yeah you know what i'm saying super fucking extreme (laughs) but but No, no, no i'm saying like for instance like like uh certain directors or certain oh yeah or certain like artists Mm-hmm. Who have been who have been accused of certain things? Mm-hmm. Somebody asked them like, "What is your like? How many Grammys have you sold?" They'll forgive certain horrendous things. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is no. Yeah, that's up to an extent. What I'm saying is, somebody's if you're putting value that much value on that and not looking at what are their actual values, mm-hmm. then look at what you're surpassing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Somebody could say, "Oh, I've got 30 Grammys." Oh wow! Like, what movies have you directed? Oh, I've directed this, this, this. So this person valuable now, even though they're a, a terrible person, right? You see like what I'm they're saying? actually a tiny person. Yeah, but you, you perceive see what I'm them saying, to be though. a giant. Like, yeah, like uh, I'm not gonna say names, but like, say you know, certain people who are at the height of like their industry mm-hmm. that have done terrible horrible things you know what I mean that, that's just hearsay you know you know it might not be true right because in their minds they're like but this person makes millions right. of dollars so, they so, couldn't possibly be so lowly a human right 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 exactly what so the fact that the fact that like the social currency is based on the yes. wrong things is what I'm is what they I'm have a great credit score yeah we don't talk about we're not talking about FICO score ladies and gentlemen we're talking about Social currency, right? So they have good credit. So they can take out a good line of credit. Meaning they can get away with a lot of baby back bullshit. Mm. People will consider their story way more deeply and intricately. It would take a whole lot more evidence, damning evidence. And maybe not even that's enough if they are somebody to somebody. Right. But they would never give someone who was falsely or wrongly accused any benefit of the doubt if they even look like somebody who might do some shit like that. Yeah, and that's not a... That's that's just like there's a fallacy in the fact that you place social currency... False equivalency. Yeah, you place place so much social currency on things that are... He's rich. Why the fuck would he do it? Because he's a fucking psycho. Yeah, that that are not of value. The fact that somebody ask you like what kind of movies you've been in as opposed to trying to get to know your true character or the fact that people you know people will endless oh so are you working as a lawyer like 
You know what I mean? Instead right. of like, <laughs> oh yeah, this oh, is so you do music. So this is me, exactly what I want to talk about yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah one of the first on. things. You know what I mean? Like, let me gauge and see. Is How this, are you useful? Yeah, is this person a struggling artist, uh, or is he? Uh, quote unquote, you know how many struggling lawyers there are? Right. Do you know how many struggling lawyers there are? How do you think that I don't see that's what you're asking? Just ask that. If that's what you want to know, you know what I mean? And, so and, I started, get, and get fucking dismissed yeah. that way. <laughs> so you get dismissed. Me, people have asked me that, and it's like, uh, usually I'll, I'll just say, like, oh, do you need. You need some legal help? Is that why you're asking? Like LegalZoom.com. This is not an advertisement, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. LegalZoom.com is a fantastic uh, website you know here. I mean? and to assume that, like, to assume that, like, a, it's just crazy, man. Like, and nobody's really asking, like, is anybody happy or anything? Oh like, my gosh. Any of this other stuff. It's like they're always calculate shot. and put, you know, in my little world of like. uh how can I size this person up and put them into some category because that makes me feel comfortable uh, as opposed to just seeing this person as who they are as a person that can do multiple things, you know what I mean, if they want to and not like this person's value is derived from whatever I have conjured up in my brain Mm -hmm. of this is how a lawyer lives uh you know if you collect enough origamis you realize ultimately you have nothing at the end but paper Mm. but paper it's just paper Mm -hmm. but you looked at how it looked you're interested in the aesthetic the way it appears to be right no matter how it's folded it's motherfucking paper right right so they spend their lives doing that collecting these origamis and they're like oh this is so nice look at how this one's colored this is nice it's beautiful this is useful right. it looks like it can do shit yeah. functionless no function at all yeah. and when it's all said and done they spent no time of their lives building a stable of quality and stable human beings yeah. who would give them the shirt off their back, will fight tooth and nail for them, validate them, help them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Improve them, enhance them in some way. Iron sharp is iron, right? Absolutely. They spent no time doing that. So they end up bereft of people. People like they have no one in their life that matters. And so they feel alone. It's because bitch you are alone. Mm. You spent no time investing in yourself. Yeah. You spent no time making yourself interesting think, enough a person to attract an interesting person. And I think that's like what it comes like part of when it comes down to like, you know, there's people who have done that that don't approach things in that matter. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There are people who are lawyers, doctors that, you know, they're the main some of the main ones that are like that don't approach it in that type of way because they invested that in themselves, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's like... They spent all that time doing that. Yeah, I don't need to ask, like, X, Y, Z. I want to know who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm are you even fucking qualified to ask yeah. me if I'm qualified? <laughs> <laughs> you dumbo, you fucking bitch, you goofy fucking bruh. You, what the fuck? Yeah. The goal, right? It's like, you're not even qualified to ask me if I'm qualified. What the fuck are you even doing? What are you doing? Yeah. It makes no sense. Like, the audacity. That part makes no sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatsoever. Whatsoever. And it's so... (laughs) 
and when and when you can see it from a mile away, I'm like, wow, they don't even have the mm-hmm. self awareness. They they don't even have the awareness to realize how aware you are of their lack of awareness. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You know what I'm saying? They have no clue. They have no clue at all, man. And uh, mm-hmm. Clue's a good game, by the way. Probably didn't play it. They probably didn't. <laughs> I probably not. No yeah, that's, Bradley I, I, game. that's that's probably. It doesn't insult me that somebody's not even qualified to try to qualify someone. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that you aren't aware that I'm aware. So that means they're not even there. Right. You know what I'm saying? The fact that you're not even aware that I see why you're asking me this. Or I see right through. I mean, because the fact of the matter is, you're not the only person that's asked this same exact type of question in the same kind of way bro in the same context they're like the I mean? minions from despicable me is the same fucking thing right yeah, one yeah. has the the fucking goggle there and it's uh-huh. like no they're all little yellow dudes right right it's the yeah. same thing they have the same language they say the same shit meet boop beat <laughs> and it's the same fucking thing yeah so my eyes glaze over immediately right. the moment they go so what do you do i leave yeah. conversations like this that's what the fuck i do <laughs> <laughs> that's what the fuck i do i am out of here kick rocks with flip flops on no socks <laughs> you know what I'm saying crazy man it's hilarious man and that is every day it's all of the time mm-hmm. you know it's like a nice challenge to myself I was like hey, man how little can I say to motherfuckers mm-hmm. out here today you know yeah and I think that's why it's refreshing when like when there's you meet people that are outside of that little Whatever you want to call it, man. You I don't know what I mean. Shit. Let's just call it the Matrix. That's yeah. what the fuck it is. The Matrix. People that are outside of that, that are genuinely like. I run my antivirus constantly. Yeah, people <laughs> that that will genuinely no McAfee be interested in uh, the character of someone as opposed to you know all of these other things you know because yeah that's the. To me, man, I just don't see how somebody could be... I can't remember the last time, like, I would ask somebody something like some of these questions that some people ask, you know man. what I mean? Like, it's uh, like making yourself throw up. Yeah. Like, my like, I, just purge. Have you ever... Like, have you ever asked somebody... Oh, so... Make it hey, as basic as possible. Uh, do you rent or own the place that you... Man, like a stra- I'm like... A, a stranger that you're just meeting. Like, yes, is this a fucking McDonald's application? <laughs> Was this like what, like what? Where do you? Uh, that's what you fill out on like a, a W two or like a ten ninety nine. It's like do like you rent or person, own? But what? imagine a person pulling a W two out when you first meet. You them. might as fucking well. <laughs> what is your marital status? I'm single, but uh, separate. I mean, I, I'm, I'm single. Uh, am I? Am I? Am, am you, I passing the test? Am I passing the quiz? Can you imagine? You didn't even sign up to be in this quiz. And Not somebody, at all. And somebody trying to like. Ask you some some question like that for credit? Yeah, unless (laughs) unless it's like you know they're trying to buy a house or something. Like I had a friend. Yeah, I I had a friend that was like the re. I I would. He's like that's a very interesting question, but I would ask that because I was actively like looking for houses at the time. You know what I mean? So there was a reason. Real estate, y'all. Yeah, that is. It. Yeah, there was a context <laughs> for why he asked that. To just ask it, like. So how many roommates do you have? Do you want to get to know each and every one of those <laughs> motherfuckers? You don't even know who I am. What? 
This is the first or second question in this interaction. Glazed over eyes. Krispy yeah. Kreme donut eyes. I'm out of here. Kick rocks with flip flops on. Yeah. No socks. So, yeah, Get the man. fuck out of here. I'm like Martin fucking Lawrence in that sense. Get the, get the, get the step back. Shit. Oh, man. But it's almost man. like you, you just got to, it's annoying, but you almost just got to just laugh at it and make a joke out of it. You know what That's I mean? That's all I do is make jokes. I am a comedy guy. In fact, you just, What's, the way that I see it as a comic strip, like, right, they so are the characters that they are. So just put them in their proper boxes. Really? Don't take them seriously. They're cartoons. What's the weirdest, like, question like uh, during the first type of interaction some of the weird questions that you got oh uh, let's see you know like a, a, how how many uh, do you have roommates how many do you have I'm like alright you see, you seem to be way more interested in those possible peoples yeah. than me and I'm right here right. oh here's one <laughs> here's one this happens in I don't know maybe 100% alright we can't say 100% that's absolute Get to the chopper. Um, I say 99.87% of all interactions uh, today, or in LA at least. So how do you know the person who just introduced us to get, so that we can get to know each other? Oh, but wow, we can't man. because we got to talk about how the fuck we know the dude who oh, introduced yeah, us that so that we can get to know each other. 100%. Oh, so, wh- so how so, do you know each other? So, is, so that, how man. do you know each other? So instead of us getting to know each other. Somebody asked me one time, so who do you know here? Do you know people here? Do you? Yes, I get that shit too. Um uh, no. How about that? So now what are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna fucking do now? Hmm? You gonna explode, implode? Like what are you gonna fucking do? Now that I don't know anyone here, am I gonna? Be, are you gonna be the person I get to know? Oh no, I'm still at zero. I still know zero people because you won't get to know me because I don't know nobody here. Do you know anybody here? No. So what the fuck are you doing? The time we're spending doing this, we could have been getting to know each other. Yeah. That way, we each knew one person. Right. Each other. Right. But no, we got to spend all of this time. Going through the annals of history mm-hmm. to discuss how in the fuck we got to talk about the origin story of yeah. how in the fuck um, I was at uh, Mark's Paint on Lancashire <laughs> Boulevard, uh, you know, because I heard I can get paint cheaper there than at Lowe's, and then I ran into this person and the paint spilled on my shoe, and he's like, "Hey, I'm actually a cobbler. I could get that out." Really? Yeah, with Pet Resolve. Well, I could just go to the store and get that. I asked him right here. He does it. Cleans my shoe and I'm like, wow, what the fuck? It's not even stained or anything. Like, it didn't bleach the shoe. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Wow, here's my card. Okay, my name is Travis. Travis, I haven't met a lot of Travis's out here. Right. That's a country ass name. Like, Travis Tritt, you ever, you ever heard of that guy? You know, uh, yeah, it just <laughs> gave me an idea. The next time somebody asks that, you should, like, just give, like, the most detailed story and include, like, every small detail. Oh, yeah. To where it takes, to where it takes forever. You know what I mean? Just, I'm going to tell the dumbest, yeah, lamest. But just to prove, like, <laughs> this is kind of a pointless question. You yes, because I mean? you get a pointless fucking answer yeah, right now. A pointless. I mean, you got to yes. tell every detail, though. Like, when that dude, uh, remember when Charles Ramsey rescued those girls from I'm Cleveland? I'm in, yeah. And he's talking about, yeah, so I'm sitting there eating my McDonald's. It I was my McDonald's. Yeah, I get my half-eaten Big Mac and I look up, I heard a scream. <laughs> so all of a sudden, you know. The McRib was back, I remember specifically, because that's here for a limited yeah, time man, only. He, he goes through step by step. Like, <laughs> he's talking about his neighbor, you know. Like, I don't care. Yeah, my neighbor. We used to eat ribs together and listen to salsa music. You know, what wasn't that special about this coming. Because ribs and salsa go together. Yeah, it was comedy, man. He pulls his paycheck out of his pocket. Like, 
What do you do? <laughs> well, I'm a number two mechanical pencil operator at Ticonderoga Pencil Factory. Yeah. So is, is that the answer that you wanted? Because that's what you're gonna get. Right. You're gonna ask me some dumb shit. You gotta get a dumbass answer. <laughs> a dumbass answer. I'm gonna drag you into deep water, bitch. Oh, deep water. <laughs> oh man. shit, man. That's what they do. Like so. Uh, so who? So uh, how do you know the guy who introduced us? Well, since you're not interested in getting to know me, and you're insulting the guy who introduced us, let's talk about him for the rest of this time, and then I'm going to work the room, because you don't know how to do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, um, and I'll be saying this shit just like that sometimes. I'm like, yeah, and then they're like, um, and then I'm like, yeah, you feel that way right over there, and I'm going to go over here. Yeah. And I'll talk to, like, and that's the thing. If they took the time to have interest at all, yeah. and express those, they might become a person who is interesting enough to attract interesting people with yeah. interesting interests. Right, right. But they don't. And guess what? I say interest because there's a reason. Like, language is important. Yeah. Um, interest can compound. So economics um, and, like, just social dynamics kind of go hand in hand. You want to be with people and have people in your life that help do what happens in stocks and happens in um, economics. Um compound interest yeah someone who's been tried and true and trusted over time yeah and that interest grows it accrues with time yeah it, it matures and matriculates uh -huh. the value increases right not these fly by nights not this how can you help me how can you serve me uh with no rapport built yeah you have to have people give enough of a shit about you to help you with shit yeah definitely but if so, they don't know you who the fuck is this guy who's asking for shit already the relationship has to come first you know what i mean it has to have shit it's like boom and then you didn't pour the foundation but you're putting a roof on the top of this right. motherfucker yeah exactly there's no fucking what there's yeah. no house right that's like there's no materials there's no substance yeah. here yeah, let's build this pool you know what i mean it's like Okay, but there are no walls, motherfucker. Yeah, there's no house. What are you putting water on? <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, that's been, a, honestly, man, it's been a big part of, like, and that's why, like, having certain core values has paid off so much, man. Just, like. Hey, we're just some nice, quiet country folk. <laughs> yeah, just, but having that, yeah, it's been, like, just, man, I'm telling you, like, certain things that are, like, a given mm. to us when that becomes, like. That came from another part of the world, though, yeah, right? Yeah, That's what yeah. prepared us for this dumb shit. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, okay, it's a given to uh, try to at least do what you say you're going to do. You know oh, that mean? never happens here, but yeah. yes. But, like, even if something happens or comes up, like, at least, like, be honest and, like, try to, and, like, tell the person, you know what I mean? Like... Uh, oh no they just hope they never see you again yeah. because but motherfucker you better not ever see me again because if we do <laughs> we're about to address the fact that you never contacted me again but that's, that's just wild yeah. to me like I couldn't like it's true. I couldn't just like look myself in the mirror knowing that I just like completely just for whatever reason just like like Jay Z said <laughs> these guys look in the mirror <laughs> facing backwards because they can't stand to see themselves like mm. They can't, uh, you know, they can't picture themselves. So they yeah. look in the mirror backwards. Yeah. And so. They know, can't face themselves. That and just knowing, understanding how to navigate a room. And, you know, like a lot of it, especially in this industry, it's like not just, it's not about just the talent or 
There's so much more to it. You know it's got to be a motherfucker that you want to be around for a long period of time. Yeah. And, and like understanding the importance of building relationships and and understanding like well, I'm adding to my network well fucking network yeah. relationships do you have any right, networks right and understanding like how to navigate situations where it could be easy to just be weird and like you know what I mean one time I mean I remember growing up we used to walk, see you remember Cribs right oh yeah MTV yeah. Cribs <laughs> look at all this bottle of repetitive Cristal yeah. Like, yeah, that's all I got Cristal. there was never no food in the fridge bro I'm like damn funny, they must man. this was before Postmates I'm like so who's cooking yeah. ain't no leftovers in here I, I just remember I used to see uh, Scott Storch on there and I'm like dang like it, that was like so far like as a kid you know what I mean like that's like you know what I mean? Lifestyles of the rich and famous. Yeah, that's just like, like so damn. far from like you didn't think like uh, necessarily I'm gonna like from Hunter's like, Green to yeah, you know I'm what I mean? inside of this place. Yeah, so I end up end up in you know Scott Storch is working on some stuff and like yes, you heard correctly, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> My so, brother Joseph Nevels is the shit. Nah. I'm not fucking lying. Get on iTunes now. Spotify as well, right? Yeah, Spotify yeah. as well. J-S-P-H. Mm. Also the same handle on Instagram. Yeah. And so... Treat yourself. Yeah, man. He was, like, super cool. But, like, at the same time, I'm just thinking, like... You can't enter into a situation like that like arrogant or like I mean come on he's think about how many hits he put out you know what I mean and mm-hmm. millions and millions of records platinum records you name it mm-hmm. and so like a, a lot of flutes yeah yeah <laughs> piano and a lot of flutes involved and yeah. you gotta know that he hoped and prayed that a person will walk through through those those doors mm-hmm. will be under his roof it's like no, Joseph mm-hmm. came as he is. Yeah. The way he came out of the dirt, out of the soil. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm glad you said you know that. Not, not a version of something he thought Scott Storch would want him to be. Yeah. And so, like, a real I'm glad dope. you said that because I think a lot of what is important is literally, like, seeing everybody as the same. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. this uh, is like, my peer. Yeah, like I, I belong here. Yeah, on that end and on the opposite side of like, you know, like being able to literally treat like a homeless person the same as like the CEO, like literally seeing them as like, dude, we're all people at the end of the day. Like, I might be blessed to do certain things or have certain gifts, but like, you know what I mean? Like, that doesn't make me, like, any different than, like, the next person. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that we're all human at the end of the day and still deserve that same amount of, like, respect and dignity is, like, uh, one thing that has, like, been a foundation of, like, uh, you know, I'm not going to, like, I can respect what somebody does, but at the same time, like, it's not like you're going to do any and everything just to try to like 
be in a certain position or like you know like everybody sell your or sell your soul (laughs) to like try to get some like uh, perceived like fame or whatever it is you know what i mean so especially when you see it up close you're like oh right exactly people pay for this dearly yeah what you eat don't make me shit right yeah and so like i think uh you know like being able to have a certain level of like awareness and humility is like priceless in those situations uh and, and, and uh, for everything else, this MasterCard, yeah. also not a commercial. <laughs> they ain't paying me shit to say this. But yeah, so it was crazy because it was him, and then we ended up uh, working on some stuff, but then we introduced uh, some my dude, DJ Corbett, has a good relationship with Hit Boy, so mm-hmm. uh, Hit Boy, we ended up introducing him to Scott Storch. And here's these random dudes from Kentucky. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or like Not the, random at all. Yeah, or like the middle people between these it, two legendary producers. You know what I mean? So It was written, brother. Yeah, and so I was like, dang, was all the, literally, like, so I was just stepped back and, like, looked at that, like, man, That's the why not me of it all. You know yeah, that? It's yeah. like, hey, it's just, it, you know... It could have been anybody. No, it couldn't have. Yeah. And so, and if you think about all the millions of people, like, here, even, that, you know, might not have gotten in certain positions or whatever that they would, like, that they wanted to be in, you know what I mean? And it was just, like... That they say that they want to be in. People say a lot of shit. But it's kind of just unfolded, and it's like, whoa, like, I'm really, like, working on this right now. Like, I remember we were in the room, and, uh... We were waiting there with Hit Boy and Scott Storch, and then, uh, no, Scott wasn't there yet. He came, we're just in his crib, like, waiting for him to get there. There's dogs and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and he shows up with this dude, Steve Lobel, who's, like, a big manager. He managed, like, Bone Thugs and Harmony, all these different people. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of, like, his right-hand man. And so, uh, I remember when one dude was like, man, what are you going to do if, like, if, if he offers you, like, a blunt or something or, or whatever like same like he don't I don't smoke you know that yeah. my dude don't smoke and so my dude was like man like same thing like Does I would do if anybody offered me like, <laughs> no, like I'm not gonna hit it he's what kind like, of shit is that it's like but it's him though like aren't you gonna like and I'm good yeah he's that's like, all the fucking takes yeah, and he's oh, like, I'm good He's like, man, I think it would be more lame for me to do something I don't normally do. To and try if they're to, that kind of person, yeah, to try to did he bitch somebody. out? Because I can tell if he didn't right. want to do exactly. it, that's worse exactly. than him just going, yeah, I don't want really to do all of that. Yeah. Or, I don't know, man, I'm good. Yeah, exactly. I'm good. You might be high already. Who fucking knows in his mind, right? right? But it's like, I know, I'm good. Yeah. So they pass what, it right on because yeah, it's still a fluid motion. Oh, yeah. okay. And it's not like it's going to be offended or something. No. Like, she wasn't. It passed right the by. The fuck us. are we even here for? Yeah, it's exactly. Fucking, you know? And so, like a dare commercial or something. <laughs> 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 Only you can prevent falls, yeah. So we, uh, yeah, we go to the other room, the studio. He leaves. He's like, all right, I'll put you guys in the studio. We're going to work on some stuff. So my dude is like in there. And the computer crashed like three times, man. And like that's probably, the same thing that happened in Atlanta, the uh, the TV show. Yeah. So like probably like an hour later, they Scott Storch and Hitboy come across this huge estate, come 
walking. All right, what, what you guys got? Mm. Man, we had nothing done. Clark County lost his yeah, mind in that episode. It's, it's like, I remember the engineers like, man, the computer kept crashing. And like, man, we felt like such bums at this point. <laughs> he probably thinks we're so lame. So then, literally, this is all they said. He goes, hmm, it's never happened before. And bounced. I'm like, dang. I'm like, all right, we got to figure this out. So he hooks up his own computer. Uh, they send an engineer back later. Like, all right, Scott. Everything got beat up. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. In the garage. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he sent a different engineer over. Like, I hey, bet he did. Hey, Shit. Hey, Scott. He's like, Scott uh, says that you guys, uh, you know, if you could wrap up, there's somebody else coming. So we go back across. And then he's like, all right, yeah, I'll, I'll take a listen to what you did. I'll get back with you guys. Thankfully, there was one dude with us, man, that was super bold. Like he, you know, he'd been to the pen and everything, so he don't, he didn't care. <laughs> so he's like, man, you might as well just put it in now. And so, yeah, so he puts it in, man. They start vibing to it, you know. I'm like, dang. Remember, Hit Boy was like, y'all are off from Cincinnati, y'all off from. Dang, he's like, all right. And so then, uh, Scott Storrs is like, dang. He said, yep. So like, okay. So man, when are y'all going back? He's like, actually, I want you. I'm pushing back these other people. I need y'all to just stay, and finish this. Man, yeah. <laughs> it felt like a, it felt like a, like a movie, man, for real. Have you seen Atlanta? Uh, Bro, I mean, you need to see this it. shit. Yeah, I've seen different parts. This scene was a fucking scene yeah. in Atlanta, season two, I think. Uh, Clark County's a rapper, and he's trying to record. And yeah. His boys, he has some other rappers like. Uh, hey, boy, he comes over and his dude comes over and they're here to record and the engineer kept fucking up. Oh, yeah, I did yes! see that. Yeah, I saw that. And they tuned that motherfucker up. Yeah. Like, it was hilarious because, like, Court County was just trying to be cool and he's like, okay. Yeah. After, like, the ninth fuck up, he's like, yeah, so, guys, you want to get out of here? Yeah, um, I remember that. And so his goon... His muscle went muscled him, and so was the that, same thing. Yeah, was that the episode or a different one where there was like the weird dude? I was like, like a serial killer type dude. Like, oh, lived in the house. That was a champagne poppy. That was a poppy one oh, okay. uh, about Drake, right? In that big house in that party. Yeah, they was, were in a basement somewhere in another part of the house, and this uh, dude kept trying to get the girl. Nah, this one was like a weird. Beats. It was like a weird dude that like was like. Had like a bunch of plastic surgery on his face. He oh, piano. So. Teddy, yeah. a Teddy something. Nah, yeah. that was a different one. Yeah, that was Donald Glover, bro. He oh, killed damn. it. Yeah, funny. like Teddy Pendleton or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yes, that was incredible so, and weird. But like, but so basically, man, it ended up like he. You gotta have a goon in the yeah, group, bro. But we ended up having kind of just like now it's like kind of just like an open invitation. You know what I mean? To there, so. So that was crazy, but it was it was cool, like and something that also like made me realize to the importance of knowing how to maneuver and like move and and when you just uh, put your nuts on the table, like you know what, yeah, we're not leaving like a, that in a certain room. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because if we would have came in like a certain way, it's like, nah, okay, you know sir, I mean? yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do some other time. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that. Yeah, and from the, even getting up to that point, like if we would have been 
if we would have been assholes or something. Super thirsty for no reason. Yeah, or super Dog, thirsty. Like, or just like being cocky or whatever it was. Like, it could have just like ruined the whole situation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, man. Yeah. What are your socials, man? Oh, yeah. So, anywhere online, it's just Joseph J S P H. Last name Nevels. Take all the vowels out. J S P H N V L S. So at J S P H N V L S. Yes. And so what I'll be doing, man, uh, with the new work, I'll be dropping it under my actual name, Joseph Nevels. So be on the lookout for that. And um, yeah, man, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. Uh, my brother, like I said Joseph Nevels. That's whereas before the Joseph the JSPH stuff was more closed off, uh, mysterious, uh, mysterious, not really open, clandestine. Uh, you know, there was just kind of an enigma around it. I guess like yeah, this is this is more who I am you coming know out I mean? of your cocoon, and I'm letting people. I'm sharing that with people and I'm being open with like the stuff even that like you and I just talked about you know what I mean mm-hmm. uh, and it's like okay cool like these are some stories that 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 I'm telling and like uh, yeah just being comfortable man being cozy as fuck yeah so. it's all about getting cozy I am K-E-N-P-A-C-H-I Kenpachi Travanti, T-R-A-V-A-N-T-I, on Instagram, and uh, you know what I'm saying? I want to thank you guys for listening in today. Hopefully, you got something out of this, you know, you invested the time, so we wanted to make sure that you got a return on your investment, you know what I'm saying? Um, We love you dearly. Big ups. And uh, go and get out there and get something. Be great. And we're going to play it out. You feel me? (laughs) Much love. Also, share and subscribe and leave a five-star rating in iTunes. You know what I'm saying? Subscribe and follow my brother from another mother, man, Joseph. You got his details, and I'll put that in in the link description as well. And uh, plenty more from where this came from, man. I mean, this is not our final fucking form. This ain't the final form. All right. Peace. Peace. I'm also on Twitch. I'm a gamer. I'll be on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Kenpachi Trevanti. Have you ever woke up in the night looking for jam? (laughs) (laughs) But I have. I don't know. It's just the the way way I am. (laughs) (laughs) I looked up in the cupboard. Looking for a new bottle of Jeff. And it would have been a perfect sandwich only only if if I had some jam. Damn. Ain't that some shit? I I need need some jelly. (laughs) (laughs) So much is grape jelly. So Some much as grape jelly for my PB and J sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I wasn't lying to y'all when I said we go fucking back so far. <laughs> much love. Peace. <laughs>